What's up, y'all? This is from Books to Bills, a podcast for young professionals. And this is your girl, Erica Helling from Louisiana for the last goddamn time. Oh, so vulgar. Well, this is everybody's favorite staff member, Shaq Helling from Augusta, Georgia. And this is Jasmine. I made it back from Savannah. I'm mad that I'm back in Tyler. How's everybody doing? I'm doing well, friend. But speaking about Savannah... I wonder did everybody get to see our social media posts about Ask Nurse J. Don't you remember she gave us so much flack when we parlayed and had a good time when we went to a conference, but somebody was all around Savannah. I got back to Augusta, y'all, which is three hours away, and I was hearing stories about Jasmine. Don't start, Shaq. Don't even start. Which I don't know is. I went out one night that whole week. Jasmine, I'm talking. Jasmine runs that mouth. She always running her mouth, popping off. And now she ain't got nothing to say. I'm what y'all don't know is that Erica, before the podcast started, was like, Jasmine, you ain't never on my side. You and Shaq always uh, bum rushing me. Not. But she clearly you Shaq's didn't side. have my side. All right. But I have your Moving side on. more than you have mine. Well, I, I must share that, I mean, she's really not on my particular side. She's on the, the winning side, the real, the true side, because we asked the people on Instagram, and shout out to all of y'all who had a chance to vote, whether or not we thought Nurse J was being a hypocrite and talking about everybody else partying at conferences, <laughs> but then going out and about herself. And we had an overwhelming response of yeses. I think we had about forty something total votes, and it said that it was it was in the but it was upwards of eighty five percent of the people had voted that yes you were a hypocrite. So, you know what? Um, Instagram really is an instigator because it sh- I didn't know it shows you <laughs> who votes yes. And I was like, damn it, Erica, oh, yes. did you really vote yes? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I out. I, I wasn't trying to hide my vote. Because you talk so you bad about us, what y'all doing at the conference? See, when we go to our conferences, we don't be in there texting and snapping photos while we're in there. We're learning, we're engaging with the people. Well, so let me tell y'all though. Breaks. Let me tell y'all though. I decided to go out one night, and we did a ghost tour in Savannah. And of course, like I'm the youngest one in the group, but I had to babysit the two oldest. I'm like, y'all, fifty years old, and you can't hold your liquor. One over here ain't got no shoes drunk. on. One throwing up at the bar, this one throwing up at the table. I'm like, what the? Why I gotta babysit y'all? Y'all should know y'all limits. My God, today. Mm-hmm. Way, way to change the subject, Jasmine. Well, well, friend, I'm glad that you enjoyed your time while you were in the Peach State. We're certainly glad to host you and can't wait um, until the future when the Peach State permanently hosts a few more folks. Amen. Hey. Amen. Well, last week on our show, I'm tripping and I gotta go. Cause now it's time for the petty question. I made a mistake, but here we go. Shaq, take it over. Yes, so our petty question this week is kind of prompted from the group. Um, In fact, one of y'all told me to ask this question. So I'm going to ask the question um, and we're going to ask it in the hypothetical sense because I want to understand what y'all would do um, and we'll provide a little insight afterward, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. So say you go out with a group of friends and you, one of your friends meets this person and the friend finds the person attractive and they end up exchanging their number with the person. Okay. Okay. Well, because the friend at the moment, maybe they're intoxicated, whatever the case may be, they're not really able to respond. They just don't know. They're all googly eye. How do I respond? So you grab the phone 
and you started texting the person for them. You know how you do, like, with your friends, you just grab and be like, okay, I'll text them for you, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, the person wakes up and like, oh my gosh, I was texting this person. Um, We were talking about this. Well, clearly it was you doing it for them. But they're not interested in the person anymore. (laughs) They're not interested in the person anymore. But the person keeps hitting them up. What do you do? In terms of what? So, do you continue to indulge the person? Um, Maybe they keep texting you. They follow you on social media. All these types of things. What is your response? Like, what what are you going to do? Yeah. I'm responding as the person that's being heckled. Yes, you're the person that's being heckled. Person Person A in this situation, if you will. Okay. I am going to give that person that's heckling me the number of the person who started it all. Because I don't believe... (laughs) I don't believe... I don't believe in hiding behind closed doors. I'm someone, I like to think I am and can be a forward person. And so I don't, I like to put it out on the table. I'm just going to let the person know, look, this is who you've really been talking to. I don't think it's right to catfish folks. And so I will give them my (laughs) friend's number and photograph and just send them all the necessary details and let them know that this is who you are infatuated with, not me. (laughs) Mm. Erica, I'm going to have to take you up on that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so following the recording, dead. I will, um, you know, make a nice Facebook message because I don't have a number no more. Uh, right. Can we go ahead and tell, give us your answer? Okay, well, can I get one more thing? And then I also, you know, I think that would really be good, too, just in case that heckler, you know, finds one of the other people in the group's license and holds on to it in hopes of seeing <laughs> their future bow. He's, is that as a bow or also a woman? Their f- future boo. Let's go with boo. Um, so just you gotta be careful out there because people will go by any means necessary. People do what they have to do. Um, yeah. Thankfully, I got my license back. I mean, oh, um, thankfully friends. they got their license back. <laughs> I can't wait to tell our colleagues what this is about. But Jasmine, what would your response? Go be? ahead and tell them, Shaq. <laughs> well, what would your response be, Jasmine? My response has been. To ignore that person and all their sexual text messages. Oh, so they're... (laughs) Okay, y'all, let me tell you what happened. So we were in, it's, you know, back a couple of staff meetings ago, we all went to Atlanta together. Um, We had us a little, um, what do we call it? A staff retreat, if you will. Staff retreat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so we got, was it a Lyft or Uber? Don't matter. We were in the Lyft or Uber's car and the guy was really attracted to... Jasmine. And how did he end up exchanging your number? He I found she oh we were talking about the podcast. No, we were talking oh, about the podcast. Can I tell can I tell it? Okay, so he was we was telling him about the podcast because he made artwork and we wanted like a little new logo and stuff. And so he followed us on Instagram. Come to find out, Erica left her license in the car because she was twerking in the front seat. That was the debit card. That was the debit card. Is that the most important detail of that statement? A debit card or a credit card? It is because how we find out that my license is gone is a separate interaction. 
continue, Shay. The moral of the story is, first of all, people don't, I mean, I'm not into twerk shaming people, but people should not be twerking in the front seats with asses all up, hitting the rearview mirror, and then dropping cards and stuff in cars. That's a whole nother conversation. But go ahead, Jasmine. So the Uber drops us off at the little club. We get out. I think we're at the bar and we realize that uh, Erica doesn't have. No, we didn't even realize that Erica didn't have it. He actually messaged um, on Instagram and was like, your girl left her card in my car. So he nicely drove back to the bar. I meet him at the front door. He gives it to me and starts looking me up and down. And, uh... Later on, you know, we party, get Erica's drunk ass home, and then the next morning, <laughs> she realizes that she don't have her license. So it I got it. Next morning. Oh, yes, it was. It was the next morning. But oh, oh, let me, I forgot the most important part. So, la- okay, so we get back to the place, and Shaq decides that he wants to keep this rendezvous going. Through text messages. <laughs> he thinking that, I almost said his name. Oh, Lord. He thinking that he texting me. And Shaq just giggling, going along with everything, <laughs> texting for me. So at this point, so at this point, let me clarify because you missed something else. So the guy, after he gets the car, after Jasmine goes out and gets the car, because, you know, she had to exchange contact information so they can hit each other up when, she, when he got outside. Well, he started texting her back stuff. He started like reaching out. Didn't he like give you some compliments or something like that? Or tell me like, what about y'all or something? Yeah. And so me being, being the great friend, I'm like, oh, I'll respond back for you. Like, let me respond. Let's keep this going. Okay, great friend. Thinking, I mean, I mean, this person is doing a lot of artwork and something. So I'm like, well, maybe we can get a discount down the road or something. So I did. I took so uh, you were pimping. Jasmine's phone. You were pimping out Jasmine. I t- yeah, absolutely. That's what friends do. That's what friends are for. <laughs> we need a um, new definition of friendship. Pimp me out. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, anyway, so I took the phone and I started texting or whatever. Just responding to the guy's advances to Jasmine. He's thinking he's talking to Jasmine, but he was talking to me on behalf of Jasmine. I was kind of being Jasmine's administrative assistant at the time. <clears throat> I didn't even interview for one. You took it upon yourself for the job. See how the Lord blesses you when you don't even expect it. See there? See anyway, I had stopped talking to him. And then when Erica realized that she also left her license in the car, I had to keep it up some more so that she can get her license back. <laughs> now, may I chime in at this point? And yes, go please. Tell us. The, story. the guy lies. I felt it in my spirit because I was like, First of all, I don't want to lose my license because it's going to be hell to get it back on the plane. And so I asked Jasmine to reach out to him. I won't go all the way into this, but Jasmine was apprehensive because of the issues of her strong relationship with him. I understood, but I was like, I think my license is in that car. He lies. He had to have lied and said he didn't have it. And then magically he found my license and I tried to meet him somewhere to get it but he insisted on coming to the house to get it and it was all because he was thinking to bring me the license and he he thought he was going to be able to see Jasmine when he got there 
but he didn't know. See, and I was already out of town by this time. I didn't know any of this. What he didn't know is that I was going to come out and get it by myself. And so he was like, where's Jasmine? Where's Jasmine? I was like, you know, she already in the bed. Like, she's tired. (laughs) Okay. Well, just tell her to hit me up. He had the creepiest look in his eye. I was like, give me my damn license. I handed him a $20 bill, and I left. You a good friend. Well, anyway, this man then kept on and kept on and kept on hitting it's Jasmine up. six months up. later. Six months later. Barely. And he said, He done tried to add me on Facebook. He following me on Instagram. Right. And so the reason why I asked what their responses was, I really should have just asked what our colleagues' responses were because they're trying to tell the guy that I like him and stuff. And I'm like, no, I don't like him. I was just talking to him on behalf of Jasmine. I mean, because friends do that all the time. You talk to somebody. I was just sitting on Cinco de Mayo. On Cinco de Mayo, I was doing it. Me and a couple of friends were together. And one of my homeboys got the phone and started texting for one of our homegirls across the table. Because she just didn't know what to say. So, this is normal behavior. This is what people do. In your circle, we a whole different separate circle. I I was not ready for that. But now I know. Not to hand shack the phone. And it's like a catfish saying they speaking on behalf of Bow Wow. Uh, Jasmine was right there alone, and every time I hit seeing, she was right there to see it. So don't try to say no I just catfish. didn't know it was going to turn into this whole conniption. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll end it there. Y'all see, the moral of the story is, don't let your friend have your phone. But last week, we were talking about the second part of our book's journey and we discussed we I'm sorry we were talking about the second part of our book's journey and we discussed you know a little bit deeper about what our thoughts on education our thoughts on education um a little bit deeper about how we pay for school and we just really enjoyed our conversation with one another um that week by the way and from our friend mercy she messaged me about something and she said by the way i'm a huge fan of the podcast the little hands face and the smiling and the crying emoji face y'all are hilarious she said i responded thanks sis that's so cool well, a lot of people have been watching it or listening. We don't even know. She said, ha, ha, ha. I've been listening since day one. Y'all are real life clowns, but it's, but definitely informative. I love podcasts, so y'all are in my rotation. Shout out to you, Mercy. Thank you so much. I hope you hear this and you feel loved. I told you I would shout you out. Want to hear it? Here it go. We love all of our day 10, day 15, day now colleagues, but we specifically love our day one. So, Mercy... Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Hey, girl. And where Mercy stay at? I want to meet Mercy. She in Houston. Huh? She a school teacher in Houston. Hey, Ooh, shout okay. out to educators. School teachers. Hey, she about to be out for the summer. Amen. Yes. All right, so let's kick it into our episode for the week. It's a little fun one. So, colleagues, what is one of your favorite summertime memories? Shaq, you're first. And I see you don't have any comments in the... Shaq ain't prepared, y'all. But what's new? Yeah, we know I'm not prepared today because I was knocked out as um it was time to start recording. 
One of my favorite summertime memories, though, was growing up, we used to, so in the summer, we used to, I had an uncle who lived in Little Rock, which was far from, like, two hours away from my hometown. So, you know, I'm from a small town, Reed or whatever. Well, wait a minute. I, I sounded like I didn't love my hometown. I am from the big city of Reed. However, it's very small. And we used to always go up to Little Rock um, in the summer. And so that's how I learned a lot of the things that Erica's always telling me. How do you know all this kind of stuff? Yeah, because my friend, my uncle, you know, he a plumber. He can lay floors. He can fix cars. He can paint. Um, he can play the I'm piano. I'm a holy king and a carpenter. Oh, my God. You are not no holy king. Don't even say that. <laughs> I'm just playing. But um so anyway, we used to do go up there with my uncle and we used to just random stuff. And so like he has a trucking company and so we would either be on the truck with him going places or we would be laying side or we would be remodeling the house. I mean, we were always doing something new and it was always fun because me and my cousins we could go up there and we went around our parents and pretty much my uncle let us do whatever the hell we wanted to do. And so it was just always fun. So growing up with my cousins, we would always go out of town. And we would stay sometimes two, three weeks, sometimes even four weeks. I mean, we'd just be up there so long. Or we might go up there at the beginning of the summer and go up towards the end. So that would be my favorite memory. Um, You know, like I said, I was in the country, so I didn't really do too much. Um, too much else. Real quick, though. Real quick, do y'all remember the big old um the big freeze pops that they came that they sold in the summer? Yeah, was it split in half? No, we ate the whole thing, but you know the big the real big one. Y'all, what would I give so that we could have some of them? Like to have some of them, I ain't seen them things in so long. Y'all remember the big old pixie sticks? Yes, big old pixie sticks. We had Kool Aid uh pickles. Did you see you? Did you see Lucas, Jasmine? Yes. Shout out to our Texas What's folks. Lucas? Salt. Oh, what's what? <laughs> oh, talking about the sweet salt. I mean, like the lemon salt or whatever and stuff. Lemon yes. salt, pickle salt. Yeah, I know what that is. This kind, this is the kind of stuff that you would either find. So where I'm from, we had a hot tamale lady. <laughs> and the hot tamale <laughs> lady would be driving around the neighborhood, y'all. With with her. This is another summer memory. But she would drive around. She had an old van, and she would have that mug packed with all kind of snacks. I mean, she ain't had no refrigerator or nothing on it, y'all, but she used to have ice cream, and the hot tamales was fire. She still said them, too. I mean, that's what she known for. That's why she the hot tamale lady. But she had candy, chips. She had little cakes and pies that was in the little the little old cake, you know, the hand-sized cake. You know what I'm talking about? The little tin pan. candy house. Yes, the little tin can, the pecan pies. My God, today I would go back and have me some of them. Okay, I'm with Erica. We had a candy lady in the neighborhood. We could walk to the candy lady, the candy get whatever house. we wanted, and come on back to candy house. Oh, we did too. Shout out to Miss Odell. God rest her soul. Miss Odell held us, held us down. We called her the Dixie Cup Lady because she used to sell Dixie Cups. With the Kool-Aid Cup. But you know, yep, you know, it's always a different name for them no matter where you are. But our Kool-Aid Cups was a, called a Dixie Cup. Okay, so for my summer memory, I would say um, going, okay, so I'm from Louisiana, we moved to Dallas, and then during the summertime, we would go back to Jump from Louisiana, I'm from Louisiana, hey. we call it the boot. <laughs> but uh, we would go back to Louisiana and hang with all our cousins for the summer, and I promise you, we would stay outside all day, come in funky, smelling like outside, but we had a lot of fun, and um. If we were in Dallas, I remember walking to the little corner of TC Shaved Ice Place. 
Because during the summer, they was two, uh, buy one, get one free. So me and my brother would walk oh, up yeah. there, get our shaved ice, and then come on back to the house. And I really thought about that yesterday because my client, y'all, if y'all in Texas, y'all know it's about 100 and some degrees out here. It's hot. We sweating. <laughs> 104 stuff. to be exact because it was 104. 104. So um, I went to see my client no, yesterday. No, not, not 104, 104. Excuse me, 104. Perfect, Patty. Apologizes. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I went to I went to see her, and she's pregnant with twins. And she was like, ooh, I'm so hot. I'm tired. I would do anything for a shaved ice. So I went and got her a shaved ice yesterday. And she was just so happy, like I done gave her a million dollars. Every kiss begins with K. That's not what I thought of. Just thoughtful. I love my clients. Um, my memory is a little bit later on in life. Not that I didn't have good ones in um when I was younger, but uh, right now one of my most memorable summers is the summer where I went to um Italy in the beginning, like right after the semester ended for two weeks, and then like I took a week break and then went to um work at Stony Creek Ranch, which the creek it is. Man, y'all, like, if you ain't never worked at a summer camp and you have a summer to devote to it, even just a week or two, like, it is an amazing experience. I just met so many great people, cracked so many of your mama jokes over the walkie-talkies. Like, I just met some great people, and it was just really fun just getting to wear basketball shorts and T-shirts to work every day. It was not fun having to get up and do insanity workouts at 7 o'clock or 6.30. Yes. <laughs> but just in general just kind of living on a ranch uh it's nothing that i would have elected to do before that experience but definitely if you can ever work at a summer camp do it and it's pretty good money i mean i was making 250 a week man and you had to pay for and wasn't it a lot of money live, when we was growing up for, i mean pay for food mm. it was so fun had and all my friends in one place the mcstonies but keep the mcstonies out <laughs> Y'all, they had their own, Stony Creek Ranch had their own, like, breakfast sandwiches. It's called McStoney's. McStoney's had you on their toilet, okay? Don't eat the McStoney's, just leave them alone. Shout out to all my mm-hmm. Stony Creek people. I think I worked there for, what, like, three summers, and you did you did one summer? You did one summer, like, it's jail, the penitentiary. <laughs> yeah, I did one summer. It's funny about this camp, because is this the camp where y'all met, um... Skylar. Yes. Skylar was crazy. So, literally, every time I post y'all on my social media, shout out to Skylar. Skylar's like, oh my gosh, small world. I did a summer camp with them. And I'm like, yeah, you told me this 30 pictures ago. But yeah, okay. <laughs> y'all hey, have Skylar. fun. I don't know if she follow, um, the, I don't know if she's a colleague. I know she follow us on social media, though. Okay. So, shout out to her. Hopefully, we get on here. You know, Skylar, I think she works in... I saw a video. She, like, does safe sex videos. I think she works in, like, public health with them. She might be a good colleague to have on the show one day. Amen. Y'all know I, um, I'm like an old person. I want to revisit something. One of y'all said. Smelling, like, outside and playing all day. Mm-hmm. My God. Weren't those, like, good times? Go get in that tub. Go get in that tub. <laughs> Right when the street lights come on. Ooh, you better be Ooh, in the house. Yes. See? You better be in the house. Man. Okay, y'all. And then you, did y'all used to be, oh, real quick, y'all used to be like, sorry. 
oh, go ask, go ask your mama, can can I stay? Yes. Or go, no, you'll be like, go. No, it'll be like, you go ask my mama, can you stay? Uh-huh. <laughs> or, if, so, <laughs> or if my daddy especially used to come outside and sit on the back of his truck. And so I felt like if he outside, I can still be outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You Think wanted some time. folks to be outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all, so this weekend. We love to no, play hide go seek at night. Hold on, wait, wait. It was mm. Memorial Day weekend. And I just have noticed that, you know, my generation of cousins are now grown. I don't know what it was, but I was just sitting around like, we grown now. And uh, one of my second cousins, he's, uh, I think, a freshman in high school. He came up to his mama and was like, mama, can't uh, so-and-so spend the night? We ain't got school on Monday. I was like, dang, I remember them days, man. Yeah. I remember For the culture, what did she say? She said, no, I don't know his people. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Dang. I think she she ended up saying yes, though. Quick for that, man. Okay, this was good memories. This is bringing back some stuff for me. All right, question two. What is one thing, bringing it back to present day, what is one thing you want to accomplish this summer and what is one bad habit you want to break this summer? So I would say balance. This summer I'm taking two classes, but I really just want to still enjoy myself. And so I plan on going out on on the weekends and living it up. Like, what's my name? Yeah, so really staying up on my assignments and going out on the weekend because starting in the fall, it's going to be action-packed. Okay. So having a fun summer. That's going to kick off with me. Yes, I'm so excited. Uh, What's your bad habit you want to break, though? Not being consistent. So, um, I say consistent with my schoolwork, but I need to still work out during this summer vacation. You know how you get to summer, you just let loose? I can't let loose no more. Because it's harder to come back. I'll be 28 tomorrow, y'all. Yeah! Uh, uh. Happy birthday to you. I thought you was going to finish. Happy birthday to you. I can't come up after that. <laughs> but anyway, the, the I feel like the older I get, the harder it is to like just let loose and eat crazy and do all this other stuff. I need to be maintaining my little physical activity. So, okay. For me, it's similar. I really want to. I didn't fell off this last month or so on my on my workout kick. So I definitely want to. Get that back into high drive and actually see the scale go down some more. I have maintained my weight loss for the most part. It's fluctuated about two pounds. But I definitely want to see that scale go down some more so I can just develop some good habits for when I, um, for when it, I was about to say for when school starts back up. <laughs> but I won't be at a school, so that's going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, I just want to get back into high drive. And then I really, so like, you know, I really want to do better this summer. I want to start this summer about just not spending so much money on food. And whether that be just like legitimately not going out to eat or just choosing more um, economic 
meals when I'm when I do eat. I think sometimes I'll be thinking too far into the future and I'm like, I'm gonna get a little extra or you know, just getting a little bit too happy with my car. Oh, it's only five more dollars. And so I just wanna be a lot more um economic when I when I go out to eat and actually cooking when I get from the grocery store. I really gotta do better with that. I think I'll see a significant savings in my And you can cook, friend. You need to cook more. I, sometimes we be on FaceTime. I'd be like, ooh, I wish I was there. You was making pork chops or something. I was like, ooh, that look good. I just get so, uh, you know how, did y'all's uh, parents or whatever ever be like, ooh, I didn't spend all this time cooking. I don't even want to eat it no more. Yeah. That's how I be. That's my granny every time she cooked. That's how I feel. And it can be the smallest meal. It can be the biggest meal. I just, sometimes I cook and I just couldn't dare eat it. So I, that, I, that's something I struggle with. So I'm going to try to do better. Sometimes you cook and I couldn't dare eat it either, friend. So I understand. Friend, <laughs> that, <laughs> that was so <laughs> bad. I'm actually lying. Um, and all the t- I mean, I used to be able to air cuss every day, and I think it was only one thing that she made that I didn't like, but she didn't like it either, so it wasn't no normal recipe. But every, I mean, Erica could throw down in that kitchen now. She sure can. You remember that? You remember that meal we made off of Facebook? Yes. That was good. Yep. But you, you remember it when it, you remember the first time you had my cooking? Because I was like, I'm going to smother some steaks at your house. And you did not believe it. You remember that? I feel like I do remember that, yeah. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm still waiting on my peach pie. <laughs> well, the Bible says wait and be of good courage. Amen? <laughs> I've been waiting for years. I just realized something. Well, you know what? One um one Sunday <laughs> one, one Sunday you know, morning. When, when we all together. When we all together. When we get to heaven. I, I next well, some of y'all ain't going to heaven. It's probably gonna ain't gonna be you, Shaq. Can you answer the question? <laughs> <laughs> well, I ain't going no time soon because I have a long life to live. But yes, I'll answer the question. So my um y'all kind of talked about it the habit that i'm trying to break is me eating out so much too um i need to cook more um similar to what you just said but um i really need to cook more because y'all i so i cook sunday to meal prep for the week but beyond that i've been in this this house since january and i had turned my stove on four times so i really need (laughs) i really need to do some more cooking break the habit of spending money on food um, but one thing I'm I'm hoping to accomplish, I got two. So one of them is yes, I do want to lose some more weight. Um, I actually want to lose weight. I have been my body have been changing, building muscle and things. At least I hope that's what it was because the scale ain't been moving. So now <laughs> I'm really needing to lose some weight so I can you know. So I just don't want to be a big person. Like I go to Planet Fitness, y'all, and the main guy is um. I, let me explain. Big the the main um. You know how they have the one trainer. Mm-hmm. He is strong as hell, like strong as hell. But y'all, he's so big. He's like a world strongest man. And I don't want to be that. Like, I don't want to be like oh. real, real, like big and strong. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, so obviously I don't want to be fat either. Time out. Did y'all see the video about the lady who was uh, ministering to the people talking about being fat? Is that the lady that's no. in the yellow suit with the church hat? Yes. I keep skipping over it because I don't be feeling like I be in a situation where I can't cut the volume on. <laughs> yes um but anyway 
Um, and then my other um, thing I want to accomplish, well, slash break kind of both of them, is to be more um, more direct at work and getting things done on time instead of procrastinating. So, like, as soon as I get it, just go ahead and knock it out um, because that's going to help allow me to do my next thing, which is to do a little bit more traveling this summer than I've done before. So okay. I intend to do a bit of traveling. I want to go to uh, – I want to at least go out of state four times. Um, so Okay. Cool, I like that. Notice I ain't see it out of the country. We 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 working on it. Seriously, y'all, we gotta go. I'm ready for my next trip. And they really don't like if you go through the appropriate media, they don't really don't even be that expensive. It's just about getting the time. You know, Erica, don't don't come on this podcast talking about you ready and stuff because we've been trying to plan stuff. You're like, ah, well, there's so much in the air. I gotta wait. I don't know. Now how you gonna? You can get off my friend. Hold on. Get off my friend, cause you know she has a situation, and she know it. I'm just saying. See there, we've been there, trying. See the how people would see her. We Man, really we need to go on a trip. Trying. I wanted to, but we ain't been trying to go on no international trip. I ain't even finna entertain this uh, conversation because Jasmine is privy to information about my life that other people aren't, and she know good and damn well I couldn't go on no trip like I wanted to. She knew at least I was up front. Shoot. But come soon, hey, hey, bye, 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 shy. Hey, hey, my friend gonna be going on them trips. I'm gonna be flying out of a new airport. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? <laughs> come on. Hopefully she be ready when she go through TSA. Okay. The third question. Yeah, because she done had some bad experiences with this one before, so. Experiences without an S experience. What is the one thing you don't want to see this summer? The one thing, I know I'm first. I just want to give everybody a little time before I start talking. If you don't, go ahead. Jasmine, I don't like your attitude, and I think I've mentioned that one one too many times this podcast. Clean it up. Clean it up! What movie is that? <laughs> so first she's the executive director, now she's the mother. Okay. I don't like your attitude. The one thing I don't want to see this summer is lampshading. I've seen enough of it, and I'm sick of it. For those of you who don't know what lampshading is, it's when people, it's usually a particular group, be real, but it's when um, people- I'm guessing white people. Well, sorority girls. Now, and I probably just really won't see this that much, but I see it in general in different variations. But we'll have on booty shorts and a shirt that cover up the shorts all the way. A long sleeve shirt. It's some white sorority girls. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, with some Uggs on. With some Uggs. Yep. Boo, it's, it's 96. It don't I matter. See. I just, I was going to write that I don't want to see basically clothing that is not commensurate with the weather. I'm talking about you cold. Mm-mm. Commensurate? My spirit tells me that my friend been doing a lot of stuff with the word commensurate in it because that didn't fit that sentence. But <laughs> usually you think about money. Match. but <laughs> Commensurate is to something for something to match. We got to pull out the dictionary because I ain't finna be no fool. I know that. I, I understand Ooh, what you are really somebody's is. mother. Did y'all mama used to do that oh. when you asked mama, how you spell such and such? Go look it up. Uh-uh, because I love words. And so I don't, corresponding in size or degree in proportion. Okay, so it looks like it may be a little bit more about, like, it fits more in quantitative situations for numbers. So excuse me. 
I don't want to see clothes that don't match the weather, goddammit. Amen. Well, you know, Father's Day is coming up. It's always in the summer, obviously. I don't want to see, slash, I've already decided I'm going to remove these people from my social media when they do it this year. Those people who want to post their mother on Father's Day talking about, this is my father and stuff. (laughs) That just really pisses me off. Why? Because that's your mother. She is your mother. Yes, she did. She took on more of a role, I'm assuming, because maybe your father wasn't in the picture. But it is not your father, so don't go to posting it on social media. And I, my daddy didn't do shit for me since I was probably eight years old. And you don't see me going on there putting no post about, you know, like, no, spare us. You just thank people. This is a happy day. You thank the people that helped you. And don't be trying to throw no shade to folks. Goodness. That just pisses me off every year. So I have a question. I don't, did y'all see the post um, around Mother's Day where people, well, it actually wasn't around Mother's Day, but it was recent. Well, they were saying that um, we need to get rid of Father's Day. No, no, why? I didn't see that malarkey. They said because it, they said that it. Um, dang, I should. I'm gonna try to pull it up. But basically, they said that it it basically is a slap in the face, I guess, to mothers. Um, let me find it, Jasmine. Answer your question. I'm gonna find it because now I, I, I want to say exactly what it said. I was just like, what? So you know, summertime is like music festival season and you know people that's the opportunity to express their best you know whatever they want to wear they feel like wearing so I have a lot of friends who are of our larger size and they get to choose whatever they want to wear but in that when they post the picture in the comments people be feeling like they need to put their little two cents in on what they got on so for this summer I don't want nobody to be body shaming if they confident to get out there and wear <clears throat> they little two piece or whatever. Let them wear it, and they got nothing to do with you. So nobody shaming this summer. I completely agree. I mean, go ahead, Shay. I mean, I agree with it. Like, don't. Yeah, I'm so tired of it too, Jasmine. But it will be you, the person that's like nobody shaming, because I just expect it from you, Jasmine, to do the right thing. And advocate for others to not body shame and stuff. It really pisses me off, too, when people do that and talk about other folks. Um, I was actually looking at this video the other day about this uh, this girl dancing. And some people, like, she was she was a larger girl, and she was killing it. And then some people got on there trying to, like, talk bad about them. And let me tell you, the post of people, like, basically chastising the haters they received more likes and things than the actual video. Cause we were like, Mm-mm, we ain't having it on this post. Right. You know, she doing a good job and she really was, you know, um, some people was like, so what are we doing? Praising her for being big. This looked like a normal dance. Like, no, first of all, it ain't a normal dance. We ain't praising nobody, but she good at what she doing. And so we can, you know, we can praise them. I agree. Don't be or celebrate. Should I say yeah, celebrate people? wherever they may be and don't watch your language don't be like oh she cute for a big girl how about you just say she cute right i agree too because i like it's i think a lot of people struggle with their weight and one of the hardest things to do even if you have whatever your reason may be for losing weight like i think it's something i'm always telling myself is that i gotta accept myself of how i am right now like you know if Mm -hmm. something happens and i can't work out no more like i'm gonna be just like this 
And so it it equally does frustrate me and make me angry when people fat shame because it's like you just mad because you're not confident enough to, uh, enough to do it. So like leave it right. alone. Wear what you want to wear. I don't care if it jiggle shape, bounce. If that's what you want, like we live in a society. It must that, be jam because jelly don't shake like jelly don't shake like that. And I think that we live in a society that has just conditioned us to think that only certain bodies look good in certain clothing. And I am all for anybody that wants to challenge the status quo, including myself. So yeah. wear what you want, feel good in what you want to wear. And of course, because I was trying so hard to, I cannot find this Father's Day thing, but I'll bring it back up later. Alrighty. Oops. I lost my place. Oh, dang, that was the last one for today. So, actually, our next segment is Jasmine's, unless y'all had any closing thoughts. I didn't realize it. Okay, so the book that I just finished is called The Perfect Mother by uh, Amy Malloy. It was really good. It had, like, a little plot twist that made me stop and what I was doing while I was listening. And um, it was really good. It's based on, it's like a group of mothers and how people try to outshine each other and the pressure of that. So it was really good. The Ask Nurse J today, the question was, what is the ketogenic diet? Ooh. And what are, ex, I think you said, exogenous ketones? Androgynous. And do they really work? Oh, thank you. All right. Come on, friend. Um, and do they really work? And so... Eric and I have both kind of researched the keto diet. I, I currently started back doing it. And so the ketogenic diet is where you eat very low carbs so that your body uses fat as energy. And so when if you track your macros, macronutrients, your fat should be around like 70%. Protein around like 15, 20%, and then your lowest amount should be your carbs. And so, when you eat really, really low carbs, your body, in particular your liver, produces ketones, which are um, produced when you're in like starvation mode, quote unquote, but it makes you burn fats very, very quickly, and therefore you lose weight. And so, when you're in starvation mode, you produce ketones naturally, but the man-made version of that can be, you know, made into a sports drink and uh, or like a little shake that you take every day. And it's being um, marketed as like this really, really big thing because keto is becoming more and more popular. Now, anything that's made in a lab versus what you do naturally through a diet is skeptical to me like I'm very conscious about what I put in my body and so even if it does work I'm like man it kind of takes away the discipline of it if you think about it like because what okay what you do is when you take this shake it puts you in ketosis within an hour okay that's beneficial but then that makes me want to cheat even more like oh I can have whatever I want for breakfast drink this shake and I'm gonna be good that's not teaching yourself discipline. And therefore, I feel like your weight loss isn't going to be long term. And so, but I want to do a little experiment. And for two weeks, I am using ketones to kind of kickstart my 
um, getting back in ketosis. And so I'm going to, you know, follow up and let you guys know what what I think about it. I mean, they're tasty, but I don't know if they're beneficial. So we'll see. I'll keep y'all updated. I got a question as it relates to weight loss. So um, what is y'all's take on, you know how like when you're talking to people like, oh, oh, I'm trying to lose weight because I'm so fat. And then other people be like, oh, I'm fat too. And they ain't nowhere near you. What did y'all take on that? It, throughout, throughout, it, it, as a person who is not skinny. Use your words, friend. I am. As a person who is not skinny and, oh, let me not say that. As a person who does not, who does not feel like they fit society's body type. I have always felt some type of way. I have always felt some type of way, especially growing up. If someone who I most certainly perceived as smaller than me would say that they were fat and, you know, were taking on some type of struggle, I just didn't feel like they could possess. As I have gotten older and, you know, I'm not saying this is always everybody's thing, but... Uh, body disorders, eating disorders, and mental disorders are very real, and you just really don't know what people be. You really don't know what people see when they look in the mirror. And so, I'm not really here to argue if the skinniest person in the world looks in the mirror and sees fat all over their body. Um, but for people who legitimately don't, I think it is something to be mindful of because some people are legitimately struggling with their weight, and no matter what they do cannot get it off for for various reasons or just have just very low motivation in that area so i will say like it if i don't stop and think about it and maybe consider that they may themselves may be having some struggles it does bother me because i have never had a flat stomach ain't never not had no rolls like and that's something i'm a lot more willing to and have accepted in my life right now and i do feel beautiful but it's hard because i know i don't fit standard well i think you're beautiful friend but you know what you're welcome the question that Shaq was asking reminded me of now i don't forget what's that show with (laughs) randall this is us this is us so you remember how the sister kate was going to those weight uh like overweight anonymous or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's like this one skinny girl in the group. And she's talking about, oh, I feel so guilty. I ate such and such. I'm so fat, blah, 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 blah. And it, all the overweight people in the group looking at her like, you dummy. Like, why are you here? Right. I think it's the same thing. And, you know, that's just to piggyback on what you were saying, Erica. It's like, however they perceive themselves is what they are. And I can't judge that, but. I, and then to right. take it back. I think it needs to be a self-check. Like, I just need to be quiet about my own body image and improve on it. Like, I don't have to say out loud, like, oh, girl, I'm fat. Let me keep that to myself it's, and work on it if I don't like it. And I sometimes think that people will say that to try to identify with you. And I'm like, we are not the same. Like, don't <laughs> do that. Like, that's not helping me because I'm looking, you looking at me. Well, I don't know. I really don't know what you look at when you see me. You tell me I'm cute or whatever. But I look at you and think like, dang, if I could only be her size, I'd be perfect. You know what I mean? So you just, you really just don't know, know what's going on in people's, uh, people's minds. And then like, even 
people that you know that have lost weight. You can tell them all day that they lost weight and they just, they don't see it for themselves. That's, that's something that they have to work through over time. Well, I hate it. And I asked the question because I really hate it. And I noticed, though, after I had lost a little weight, I was doing that around people like that were, you know, had not made as much progress as me or like people that weren't even trying to lose weight, but just naturally bigger than me. And I was like, dang, I wonder how that makes them feel, because I'm sitting here pissed off when so and so is saying this. And so like right here where I'm now, there's a person that I work with. Y'all no, not I'm talking about their BMI is probably unhealthy because it's so low. Mm-hmm. And well, I guess I guess yeah, because the lower it is, the skinny you are, right? Right. I didn't mess around and said something a little too technical and didn't even know what it meant. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I bet you their BMI is just so low. You would even think that they're probably you know some of those people that's suffering from um like bulimia or something. Anyway, and always talking about oh I'm so fat blah 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 blah. And I finally was like, you know, you have to quit that because this is it's just getting on my nerves and it should be getting on your nerves. And I just made it kind of educational. I was like, one, you know, you have serious body image issues and nothing is wrong with you. And I said, aside from that, you way smaller than me. And I don't want to hear about your struggle right now. Hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, it's a hard one because you don't know what people are thinking. But yeah. It can it can sting sometimes when people do that. Um, can I make a comment about keto as well? Yeah, go ahead. You gonna do it? Um, so I, as I said, I did do keto, and I think one good thing that she mentions about like using all of the man-made things to help you, and I and I think this could apply to any diet or eating lifestyle that you're choosing. Like you, especially with keto, it does take a lot of discipline because if you're going to be, if you're really going to do it right and you begin to substitute um, carbs and stuff like that and trying to still have your burgers but not having them with the bread and substituting pastas and stuff like that, it does, you do need the discipline. And I will say that was probably one of the most rewarding pieces of the ketogenic diet for me. I did lose some weight, but I really did get to experience the effects of not having such a carb heavy eating style. And now that I have reverted, I am excited to get back on it um, because you really do see some serious results from it, even if you're not losing weight. Um, And I say this for any um, eating lifestyle, like sometimes like losing weight is not the only victory that you are going to experience. Maybe it's the one that weighs the much, weighs the most, um, no uh, pun intended, Um, but like just clarity of mind and digestion, skin health. Um, energy, all kinds of things that come with the ketogenic diet. But I do tell people a lot because people are definitely want to do it more and more and have asked me, just do your own research and come to terms with it for yourself. Because uh, I think the biggest piece that people just cannot wrap their heads around is the high fat content. But we also live in a world where we've been told that fat isn't good for you. Um, and of course, some of it isn't, but there are plenty of fats that are. So I would say do your own research and really get comfortable with it so that you can be successful. That mental clarity is out this world. If I don't never lose another pound, just the fact that I'm so I was so productive, I had so much energy, and I laugh because uh, one of my friends from college. Well, we're not friends, but we follow each other on social media. Quentin, <laughs> you I just gotta clarify. clarify. Yeah, um, Quentin, he started the ketogenic diet, and he said he was sitting at work one day and it felt like high. He was like, y'all. I'm in ketosis. I I feel high as a kite. 
but it's like a good high. <laughs> like he was just going in, but that's how it feels. Like you just floating almost along. like the sunken place, if you will. What'd you say? What? Almost like the sunken place, if you will, but in a good sunken place. The if that's place. how you want to put it, friend. But he was just so excited, and that's how it feels. Just like life is good. I'm productive. I don't know where this energy came from, but I'm getting stuff done. And be clear. Yes, be glowing. That's what we need for the summer out here glowing. Mm-hmm. And you don't get sleepy. Listen, I do want I do want my um skin to get a little bit more clear. You gonna give up them carbs, friend? No, I'm just going to take my ass to the sauna and sit up in there and sweat out all these impurities. The alcohol? (laughs) I don't see anything funny. Well, maybe there's something funny about your segment that you can begin now. Oh, no, I lied. Is that the only question you had, Jasmine? Yeah, that was it. Go ahead, Shaq. It's something on my mind. Somebody, please, please tell me what's wrong. Now, every other week, you're doing too much singing. I'm just a fool. What you say? (laughs) Have you seen a video with Tim Bay? You ain't have to outdo me. You see the video with Tim Bay? No, I don't really think Tim Bay that funny. Well, but I'm going to send you this video because that's why it's exactly why Please I don't. I please do. don't. You know, I hate. So real quick, I do not like when my friends send me funny stuff on social media that's funny to them. Nine times out of ten, it is not funny I to me. I won this week, though. I won this week. When I tag you, you sent me the, one? When the girl, I am. What she say? You did. What she say? She said I don't she, remember, but I remember being tickled. Dang. Well, let me invite y'all into my base search, okay? So the first thing I'm going to say is about three weeks ago, I downloaded, you know, after I had gotten off all the apps and stuff, I downloaded The League. Do y'all know what The League is? Well, shout out to uh, Deshaun. He had told me about it. The the League is basically an app where it's kind of like Tinder, but it works through your Facebook and your LinkedIn. And you have to get approval to get on the um like they like you get on a wait list to get on. So once you submit your Facebook and LinkedIn, they go through it and then they decide whether or not you meet the criteria to be a part of their app. And then you can be you can be like in the same network as people who are, you know, young professionals and, you know, pretty much of the same esteem and stature as yourself. Well, I joined the league and Mm -hmm. I am happy to say, I am happy to say that I am (laughs) 12,400 and something on the wait list. (laughs) 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 So I am not on there yet, Um, but um, I'm ready to get on. Like, I can't wait. You can pay some money and get on there sooner, but like, so anyway, so all that to say, I went back to what was near and dear to my heart was Tinder. And so, um, still out there searching, but I did, um, find somebody and, or some people. Um, and I just kind of got another question from like last time. So shall I ask y'all? Yeah. Cause I got one I need some advice. 
Okay, okay. So I guess my I this time, you know, remember I told y'all I had invited somebody over here and they and they were like all trying to like do too much, like get too touchy feely, and I just really wasn't feeling them that kind of way. Remember that whole conversation we talked about? Yeah. Well, I invited somebody over my house yesterday. And it was one of those times where you don't you invite them over, you ain't trying to hook up, you just want to get to know each other and talk. And I really felt like I'm vibe, like we're vibing. So I, y'all know me, I don't like to text back and things and stuff. So all today at work, I'm just smiling on my phone, you know, just texting <laughs> back and stuff, all of pro. And I was like, what is this? Who am I? What have I turned into? So that's where I am right now. Jasmine, what's your question? So my question was, because you said you met somebody and you said a few people. I thought you wasn't going to do that multiple people thing anymore. Or was I mistaken? Well, <laughs> maybe I said that, but I mean, you know, you never know with like you Tinder and stuff because you can't put all your eggs in one basket, you know? Yeah. You have to kind of play the field. Okay. But you got one, in, so you got one egg in particular that you... <laughs> That you like it. So I got three, three, three eggs that I like, but one got to come over. Oh, oh, that's a special egg. That's the Easter yes. egg. That's the with the uh yes. with the money in it. Yeah, it's the golden egg. The it's golden the golden egg. egg. Yes. So only one got to come over, and we'll see what the other one, the other two, are like. Why I look like he was daydreaming? daydreaming and i'm thinking of you daydreaming and i'm thinking of you i told you i've been getting all googly eyed and stuff i don't know how googly moogly y'all i'm finna be boot up you know y'all tired of hearing that song already boot up (laughs) y'all gotta uh youtube the new orleans bounce version of that song it be getting me going at the gym Okay. Is it on SoundCloud? Maybe. Maybe so. I'll look for it and share I it would, with you. I would love to listen. Oh yeah, send it to me so I can so I can catch up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was my little bay search or whatever. So I feel like I'm in a new place. I just can't wait to really reveal to y'all who my bay is, but I gotta find them first. So <laughs> I mean, I'm still searching, so Okay. Is that all you have for us today, Shaquille? That's all I got for my bake search. Um, we'll come back to me in a minute. Okay. Well, we had talked a little bit on here about me having a segment, and you know, I appreciate my colleagues for being patient with me. Not actually, but you know, being patient with me as I figured out something. And today, I want to introduce my segment as What in the Hell Happened? And today on my segment, we will be talking about none other than Roseanne Roseanne. Have y'all seen everything that's going on with Roseanne? I have, and go to hell, Roseanne. Jasmine? I've seen bits and pieces, but especially the memes. Y'all been telling us. I've seen now memes. What? Okay. And I seen Okay, uh what's the y'all seen the Avengers? No, but you can go on here. <sighs> okay, so at the end of the Avengers, certain characters start to disappear like they start dissolving. 
All right. <laughs> and so a picture of Roseanne uh, start dissolving like you're dead. <laughs> you're canceled. Dang. Well, I got a I got a couple of thoughts I want to put out there. So two questions I want to ask. So for those of you that maybe haven't seen it and need a little refresher because you can't get to your phone right now. Roseanne basically said that she said something along the lines of Muslims. Oh, this is what happens when well basically what was her name? Vanessa Jarrett. I think it's Vanessa Jarrett. Ooh, I hope I'm not getting it wrong. Um, Muslim and a Planet of the Apes is uh, made a baby and created Vanessa Jarrett. And then so Roseanne so eloquently comes back and apologizes and said it was a bad joke. It was more than that, boo. But she called it a joke, which is almost a, what, is that an oxymoron? Like, it's like, it, it like, <laughs> What are you trying to imply about the fact that it was a joke? Anyway, and then, um, and so y'all know that her show got canceled on ABC. And so, one, I want to know y'all's thoughts about the show getting canceled. Do y'all think that ABC overreacted? And then I'll ask my second question. No, ABC well, did the correct thing. Pardon? Right on time. She was canceled within an hour or something. She was. It was quick. Quick with it. I mean, honestly, her ass should have never been on there anyway. You I can't stand right Roseanne. Shit. I ain't never liked the show. I ain't never liked the show growing up. She been having racist been shit either. to say. Mm-hmm. And then this, even I heard about it, you know, since they've been in the news. I mean, this show has still got a lot of, I mean, a racist. You can't not be racist sometimes. So, of course, it's her show. The show is going to be racist. And then what they did was they threw a person in there who's in the LGBTQIA spectrum. And then they threw someone who was like, well, I think that was the gender nonconforming person. And then they through a, a multiracial person in and i'm like spare me like don't throw these people in your show just to get you know your audience and then you still harking about you a trump supporter right that's the oxymoron right there so no she should not have been on there and then i can't stand her because she wanted to be very out um outspoken about the colin kaepernick situation talking about he was disrespecting the national anthem and such and thing. she has done that multiple times in her bad jokes but I guess because she's a comedian, she's allowed to have so many bad jokes. Excuse my language here, but fuck Roseanne. Hmm. Jasmine, would you like to go before I make a comment? Mm-mm, I'm done. Yeah, I think that she's being ridiculous. And I saw that she had had some other quote unquote hiccups in the daytime. And I say that, you know, sarcastically um, in in the daytime before and so I agree, she shouldn't even been on there. And I think this is a prime example of, well, I think it's two things. So like some people were kind of labeling it as, well, I don't know that she's been, has she, I don't know, has she been working on ABC the whole time? But supposedly like one, this, I'm sorry, I can't get my words together. This video interview that I was watching was like, this tells me here that they've probably been talking to Roseanne about some stuff she's been popping off at popping off on the mouth about because like this is not something that just happens over one time so you can tell that she had probably already been pulled to the corner and asked to get a switch a few times and now they said no go ahead pull that show and so the other perspective that somebody brought that i thought was interesting um was this is actually a comment from one of my um facebook followers um 
basically he asked like what do y'all feel about the roseanne situation and one of the people said my only challenge is that other people work on that show too 75 to 100 people camera sound props caterers makeup and many others who have no control over her actions they all are out of a job now sure try her in the court of public opinion but all of these other people um shouldn't have to suffer for her bigotry what are y'all's thoughts on that well, first of all, it's important to know that this season for the show had already been recorded. Mm-hmm. And so it's also not like those people are right out of a job because they know that, you know, the series may not be picked up for another season. Right. So therefore, they were, they've were they already gotten all their money. And so I don't feel any remorse. They're actors. They get in this business. You know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, if the show wasn't good, they weren't going to have a job next season anyway. So that's just like anything else. So in my opinion, same thing. Um, in fact, they should have questioned the, the fact of why they on the show with this racist anyway. So it's just like if I get on Donald Trump's White House staff and then he ain't reelected and I'm out of a job. Well, I mean, I shouldn't have got on there with a bigot anyway. Right. I think it's the same thing as like the Cosby show. People was talking about, oh, since it was taken off television, the other people weren't getting paid. You know, the royalty checks for it. I mean, it's the same thing. But I mean, not in that aspect, but I'm saying like. Every, yeah. A lot of people lose out on, on opportunities because that's taken off. Um, but I agree with Shaq. Like, how you you got to work with these people anyway. You shouldn't want to work with them. And I think this is just a huge test to, like, your actions really do affect everybody else around you. And mm-hmm. uh, on the interview, once again, that I was looking at, somebody was basically posing a question, like, legally, could the other people, the other actors, actresses, staff, everybody... From the top down, could they, in theory, sue Roseanne for what she did, you know, which resulted in the show getting um, canceled? And, you know, it was some speculation about that. But I think at the core of it all, like, this is a huge lesson is, like, you run your mouth? You want to run your mouth? You want to? No, 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 friend. You got to (laughs) say. You messed it up. You want to talk shit. You You want to run run your your mouth. mouth. Yeah, I done got a little live. Shall we throw in some boosie right here just for the listeners? Please. Yes. Okay. They call me badass. And I punish you. You ain't my equal wing i think this is a huge lesson and like when you make a mistake it can affect everybody around you and i hope that people who were maybe on the fence if that's even allowed on the fence or unsure you know or just completely in the dark about her beliefs and especially if they pose theirs that they don't support her anymore and i hope that this begins to happen to many people who you know, express like, yes, you have the right to freedom of speech and I got the right to interpret it the way that I want to, just like ABC did and took the show off. And so I hope it was a honest move by ABC and not just some political statement they was trying to make to be down with the people um, because that was ridiculous. And I just, I'm still appalled by the fact that it was a, a joke and bad, bad taste. It's nothing to joke about mm-hmm. at all. And then, oh, let me, let me read the apology tweet. This is the one I had to read. This took me down. And I'll be finished. She said, I apologize. I'm sorry, Valerie, uh, Valerie Jared. I'm sorry, not Vanessa Jared. I apologize to Valerie Jared and to all Americans. First of all, you need to be apologizing to Muslims and people of color, not all Americans. 
I am truly sorry for making a bad joke about her politics and her looks. I should have known better. Forgive me. My joke was in bad taste. Like, you being a bigot in your, in your apology. Because it wasn't about all Americans. Don't pull in people who had nothing to do with it. You've targeted two specific groups. Don't make it about nobody else. But then didn't you come back and talk about I was on some Ambien? Blaming the medication. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Oh, album, yeah. She, she, she came back talking. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying she came back and was like, I, t- I internalized it as like, oh, I was drunk. I didn't mean all of that. Like, no. no when ma'am. you drunk, you say no what ma'am. you mean because you ain't got no, you know, no filter. filter. So that's how you really felt. You was on some ambient and so you was feeling free and now you out of a job. And now you're really free. Hey. Hey. And suppose she was supposed to get off Twitter but kept coming back on all these random tweets. Like, Roseanne, as my friend would say, spare us. Spare us. Spare us. Well, that is the end of my segment for what in the hell happened. The show got canceled. So that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I share what in the hell I just saw on social media? Yeah, we can. you can just be the beginning of all play. Okay, and this is a question. I'm going to ask y'all a question. And I know y'all don't always like when I ask y'all questions that I see, but I'm sorry. So, um, it's nasty. It's the nasty one. This post says, and the reason I said it is because, y'all, I'm talking about young folks and old folks is on Facebook right now debating about this. I'm talking about people that are uh, 18 or 19 to at least 50, because I know she's 50-something. Can you clean it up a little bit? The question says, how long should good sex last? Five minutes, 15 minutes, 25 minutes, or an hour? Why are people arguing about this? What prompted this? It's a meme. Oh. Oh, gosh. So what y'all think? But don't all answer at once. What, Jasmine? Why you looking like that? Because Shaq love to hit us with these random questions, and they happen to always be some sexual. And then just putting putting our business out in the streets. In these streets, I ain't said how long did your sex last. I said how long should good sex last. I'm just asking the people. It's forty five comments, y'all, and it ain't been up but for seven minutes. Well, I ain't never had sex. I don't know how long it's supposed to last. Oh, okay. Well, that's understandable. Well, since y'all ain't gonna answer the question, um, I'm gonna say that my answer should be 25 minutes. But anyway, I guess I'm gone on Cumulo Music. It's time to end the show. Once again, colleagues, thank y'all so much for tuning in to our bi-weekly staff meeting. If you don't already, you know how you can follow us. But you go already ahead know. and give us a shout on Facebook at From Books to Bills Podcast, on Instagram at Books to Bills Podcast, Twitter, Books to Bills. And then if you want to send us an email or got any topics or anything you feel like we need to discuss, send us an email at From Books to Bills Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs>